Thank you very much to our Patreon supporters, Roxy B, Duck, and Aspen. Thank you for your support and enjoy the episode. Every time I take an ibuprofen, I say, ibuprofen. <laughs> I really do be profen. Of course you do. That makes sense. <laughs> I feel like, you know, if I'm getting really into the Amy mindset, I should be able to parse that out just by looking at a bottle of ibuprofen. <laughs> um, here's another, you, you get an extra this week. Another fun Amy fact is that when, when I was in middle school, every time I sneezed, I would say Pika before it. <laughs> <laughs> of course! Of course! Why don't you still do that? Oh, I don't know. It, pride, I guess. Pride? Yeah. What's what's less prideful than saying Pika Achu? <laughs> I don't know. It it just felt like I I don't know, it's too much effort to put in every goddamn sneeze. You know what? That's that's fair. That's fair. It's it's a very much like you know, you're a person, you're not a character. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but I do be proven. <laughs> you certainly do. <laughs> like, like I, I'm sure I can come up with fun facts about myself, but every time that you, like, you know those, like, fucking, like, icebreaker games that you're supposed to play with new groups? It's like, oh, say it, say your name, your pronouns, a fun fact about yourself, or something like that. And, mm -hmm. uh... I'm always just like, well, fuck, I don't know what to do. That's so, like, what, I don't know. And then <laughs> you are unequivocally the best. Hi, I'm Amy. And uh, every day until I was around 14, I stuck my fork in the toaster to get my waffles out. <laughs> and here's the fucking thing. Is that, like, a lot of times with those fun facts, like... It, it really doesn't tell you anything. It's just like, oh, like, I like music. No, that doesn't tell you <laughs> fucking jack shit. But you saying that, that tells me, like, everything that I need to know about you right off the bat in that moment. That one, I'm an idiot, and two, I'm a dumbass. confidence and no shame <laughs> welcome to enchanting aspects where we have a lot of confidence and absolutely zero shame uh -huh. we enchant your aspects um, we enchant and your we, aspects. we appreciate the little things in art any other punchlines i need to know about um yeah should we come up with like a third tag or a fourth tagline fourth tagline um yeah we've got so many of them where we fuck your mom! Okay, fuck it. Let's just lean into it. Welcome to Enchanting Aspects, where we fuck your mom. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Do you have a mother? <laughs> Guess what? We fuck, we'll fuck her. her. <laughs> oh, we already have. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jesus Christ. Great start. Um, 
Uh, so I'm going first this week. That's true. That is that is and, a true fact. And I'm keeping it sweet and simple. And uh-huh. an emphasis on the sweet. Yeah, right after the fuck your mom bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm going to be talking about Jelly World. Jelly World? The fuck Jelly is World. Jelly World? What the fuck is Jelly World? I'll fucking tell you. It's a secret world. On the website of Neopets.com. Oh. My. God. Is this, <laughs> I'm sorry. Is this the first time we've talked about Neopets? I think it is. That is almost unbelievable to me. You've talked about Club Penguin. You. Uh, you've. We've maybe even d- talked about Toontown, I think. Didn't talk about Neopets yet? No, we didn't talk about Neopets yet. But oh my god, you saying Toontown just made me realize that last night I did have a dream where we were <laughs> recording an uh, Enchanting Aspects episode and I brought something from Toontown. Not sure what it was. Can't oh think of it god. now. <laughs> Might not have did... been a real thing. God, remember our whole like Toontown month? Yeah, where I made like you and Joe and Ray and a couple other people just get super, super into Toontown. Yeah, where we all just got super into Toontown for, like, a month, and then mm-hmm. all at once, at the exact same time, without talking to each other, we just all stopped playing. Yeah, done. Absolutely That's me done. with any app I ever download. If you give me a yeah. mobile game app, I will play it, and then it will never exist ever again. Oh, yeah. I mean, honestly, that's, like, the great thing about mobile games, is that you can just download one, play it for... You know, two days and then never think of it again. Mm-hmm. Um, so Jello World. So for all you non-Neopets gamers out there, Neopets uh-huh. is a website that was made in the early two thousands or early nineties, I don't fucking know. And it's a little happy kid website where you get to adopt some fantasy pets and raise them and play games. And go explore Neopia, the world, and and buy clothes and, you know, have fun. It's a fun website, which also <laughs> apparently has, like, some history with Scientology. What? Um, but I'm not going to get into that today. Oh, Maybe my God. I, am I c- completely off base that at some point recently... Neopets was like, we're going to introduce NFTs. And then everyone was just like, fuck you. Am oh, I, God, wrong? I hope not. I haven't heard I... anything about that. But I'm I, at this point, I'm not surprised. Like, honestly, every yeah. single thing just has NFTs now. And I'm like, please just do research. Just like read. Um, so yeah, Neopets is like any is where kids go and they have fun. And so what's Jello World? So on Neopets, there's worlds and like there's a world map with a big earth and you click on it and it takes you to different worlds. And it's like literally like Neopets.com slash world slash fairyland slash whatever. Yeah. Jelly World is not anywhere on the map, on the world map. It's not anywhere. You can't find it on the world map. It's like, um, it's like getting a beer in the no, no alcohol, uh, American age. 
you gotta you gotta know the secret password to get in there. Okay. What you gotta do? Sorry, sorry. You meant the prohibition. Yeah. Okay. It took me a second to think about what the fuck you were talking about. The... <laughs> I got there eventually, but yeah. Um, I sure wish I knew words. Um, so you to get into Jello World, you have to do something that uh, you uh uh. You need a little bit of coding expertise. You see that little line oh. of text at the top of your internet browser where you type in the website? You're going to go ahead and type in neopets.com slash worlds and then slash. And then you're going to type in jelly. Um, <laughs> you you got to really know your HTML. To, <laughs> you got you to gotta get right into the Java <laughs> Yeah, you really oh gotta God. know gotta, the stuff. Gotta code in base ten to get into this one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's gonna take you to a fancy, special, amazing world, which is entirely made of Jello, jelly, Ugh, Jello and jelly. Just it's just the same thing in my head. It's um, just the same. They're the same. They're the same. Like, just shut up. They're the same. God. Yeah, God. God, hey, come the fuck down here. I, I just want to talk. Hey, God, I just want to talk. Come the fuck down here. Jello and Jelly are the same. Why do they all have to start with J? There's also Jam. <laughs> Get out of here. It's Make so, them different. It's so fucked up. But, oh, God. Yeah, so and, the then you, and then you get into preservatives a... and it's just like, all right, well, oh, at least yeah. it's different. Yeah, yeah. At least there's a P in there. Yeah. Um, so Jelly World is a world entirely made of jelly. Yes, even the Neopets are made of jelly. Um, what? Yes, even the Neopets are made of jelly. You Say it ain't them. so. I don't think you can actually eat them, but anyways, you know, Jelly World itself isn't that all. This like there's not that much you can do. There's a couple of games you can learn a couple of fucking stories about it. There is a giant Jello jelly guy jelly thing i don't remember what it is and god knows i'm not gonna click on a website to find out more um and he gives you a jelly every day a new special jelly every single day um and that's jelly world um why do i love jelly world because listen my my friends my jupiters um ah uh, yes the many the many of us <laughs> um I can't tell you the feeling as a kid of, you know, because when, specifically me and Jupiter's generation, like, we kind of grew up around the same time the internet was growing up, like, right when we were, like, you know, fucking five or six years old and learning the internet, like, there still wasn't that much to explore. And it was around the time where actually a bunch of people just made a lot of websites. There was like a lot of websites that were just like yeah. owned by a person just for fun. Like Yeah, and there was a lot of websites that were just like literally for the purposes of just showcasing like one meme. Yes. Like, it was like, God, I can't even remember. Uh, I'm gonna have to like dig deep to find. But there was like... Oh, I mean, like, is it Christmas is a pretty popular one. 
that was there, mm-hmm. like just like this website is it Christmas? And it would just say no if it wasn't Christmas, <laughs> and then yes if it was. Yeah. Like, um, but there was a lot of stuff like that. There even weirder shit. Like, God. yeah, and it was like it was also kind of pre Google, where Google was like a really really new thing. So it what something that me and my sister did a lot in our free time as kids was just type in words. And then put .com, and we would find websites. Like, oh yeah, that that would that would happen. Like, if you like Naruto, you just put in Naruto.com, and you'd find something, and you wouldn't you'd get something. A, you'd yeah. Like, I even remember one time my ser- my sister put her full name, and we found this like really cool website with like a fancy eight ball that you could turn and what? Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. There was a lot of really cool fun. So anyways, what I'm trying to say is that, like, as a kid, like, finding a secret part of Neopets, I don't remember how I found out. I probably found out through my sister. She probably just told me, like, type in jelly at the end of the worlds. And, like, I don't know. It's Uh just... Is magical. It's like finding a hidden treasure in in a cave. It's like... You discovered this, and it's not clickable or easily accessible just on the website. It's like I don't know. It's just this is wow, you know. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, like there is something like really magical about like that particular time in the internet. At least you know, like from my perspective of just like God, like, there's so many fucking weird shit to find just all over the place. It really felt like, uh, like you were a little adventurer exploring this new uncharted land. Uh, yeah. And, you know, you would just, like, go to a webpage and you would see, like, oh, it's a fun image that they've made for this site. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's so cool. many personal blogs. There's so many yeah. fun little games. And I don't know. It was... Even though it was... I... I mean, this is going to sound cynical on Enchanting Aspects, but I think that the internet nowadays is so, so less accessible to kids. Oh, Um, yeah. And back then, like, you know, of course there were dangers, but it wasn't dangerous to just, like, have an internet browser and look up stuff as a kid. But, like, now we have YouTube and, like... You can't just give a kid YouTube. Like, it it leads to dangerous, dangerous pathways. It leads but... to bad places. You can't... Hey, you cannot just give your kid your phone. Their existence will be ruined. Yeah. I know I'm sounding like an old geezer, and maybe some young ones are saying, shut up, Amy. But, like, fucking when I was seven years old and I typed in puppy.com, like, I could just see a puppy. But nowadays, you Google a puppy and you scroll through the images, you're likely going to see some fucking porn. And I'm sick of it. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, for real, like, it's, it's literally, like, I am a big believer that... Like, the internet sucks now. <laughs> yeah. Yes, the, the, I agree. The the internet's the internet used to be good, and now it sucks. Uh, and you know, I'm sure that that like to a very large extent that is rose colored glasses. To a very real extent that is nostalgia and yeah. me remembering the good things more than the bad. Yeah. For sure. Definitely. Unquestionably. 
my perspective is flawed, but also the internet used to be good and now it's bad. And it's <laughs> because they're like, it used to, oh gosh, I really do sound like an old geezer. <laughs> like, here's the thing. This is like, even though I'm so on the verge, it's this shit that makes me a millennial and not Gen Z. Um, back when I was a kid, it was like really easy to find like forums and moderated communities where people were, you know, genuinely making like little bits of the internet, like personalized good places. Yeah. And now you've got all of these aggregate sites, all of these social media platforms that are mostly unmoderated, have almost no human touch to them at all, and Mm -hmm. are just spilling out complete nonsense garbage. And, like, not that there's no value to the way that the internet is now. There is certainly value. And, like, my job is all centered on the internet. Yeah. But there was something a lot better and a lot safer and a lot more trustworthy, from my experience, about the ways that the internet moved when I was a kid. And, like, you know, honestly, like, I don't have a lot of, like, negative stories about bad shit that happened to me when I was a kid on the internet. But now I know for a fact that kids are placed in constant danger by being on the internet. Yeah. And... You know, that's just one one woman's perspective here, but I don't know. I do yeah. miss the old internet. Yeah. I like I'm not I'm not gonna say that like that like you're right. We we are looking at it from a skewed perspective of because nothing really bad happened to us back then. But I'm sure right. a lot of bad stuff did happen to other people. And also oh, yeah. we were really, really babies and mm-hmm. yeah, we filtered through and just saw what we wanted to see. Um, but also, I don't know, it's just, like, it It no longer feels like um, a cave that's worth exploring full of secrets. Instead, it's a bustling city where everything is trying to grab your attention all at the same time. And it's not really, like, you're not looking for treasure there anymore. Right, it's- yeah. and And, like, everything is filtered not through a human point of view but through what makes the most quote-unquote business sense right yes and like you know even with shit like you know arguably the closest thing to forums that exists nowadays is discord servers Mm -hmm. but discord servers run with a lot of problems that you know are very potential there i've also heard of a lot of like weird shit of i don't know like the weird shit that i've heard about discord servers could probably also be applied to forums so i guess it's whatever but i don't know there is there is something to having a moderated space moderated by humans 
who are personally interacting with people and are not just like looking down on high. I don't know. Maybe I am just sound like an old fart. I like the old internet. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I think a lot of it is aesthetic. Because, like, I look fondly back on a lot of things from the early 2000s and the 90s, even though a lot of it, yeah. you know, wasn't better, necessarily. Um, and it's also part of, like, us specifically growing up, like, with technology. And, you know, um, it has felt more... It has felt like the... Uh, collar around our necks has been tightened a lot more when it comes to mm. um i don't know it's like even though the internet has become more free it's become a lot less free too well yeah i mean yeah it's like i think like honestly that's the thing that is the thing that appeals to me about the old internet conceptually like i don't necessarily like I'm not a, a regressivist. I do not think that we should be, like, trying to hearken back to some old time, yeah, you know, no. shaking our fist at the moon, you know, sort of shit. But, like, I think that there is something to learn about how we should be interacting with the internet from how it used to be. And I think what my ideal version of the internet would be would be complete free and open access to everyone mm-hmm. uh, where it's nothing is inherently behind a paywall and people make of the internet like a communal space. Like I have a very similar view of cities where I believe, believe that cities should be owned by the people who live in them and should Mm -hmm. be able to use the space in the way that they want to and graffiti the anything and just like be able to have full control of the environment and i think that the internet should be in a a very similar mindset personally Yeah, I yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I think that ultimately, like, the internet, it changed because it became a for-profit space. And yeah. it, it was no longer about, um, you know, it's still kind of about making friends, but now it's like thousands of websites telling you, make your friends here, also buy this, buy that. Um, buy a Friends Plus subscription to get premium friends. <laughs> yeah. And also, like, as more and more people, like, are relying on the internet to make an income, which isn't a bad thing, but, you know, um, it also has, like, lifted up the parasocial relationships an unbelievable amount. And, mm-hmm. um... And there's a lot of, like, with internet jobs, there's a lot of abuse, like, from the platforms to the creators and potentially from the creators to their fans. Like, you know, that is a, like, look, hey, we are podcasters. We literally just started a podcast network. We are a part of this machine, unfortunately. Yeah. 
Yeah. Just like we, we, we have is. to contribute to society somewhat. I'm sorry. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but no, like this is the thing of like having to, um, having to, like, balance making enough money to live and not exploiting people. Yeah, it's like imagine. I think imagine what like content creators would be able to make if they weren't so pressured into making money. Yeah. Um fucking it would be universal a lot better. Universal basic income would make art so much better. Yeah. Um so Neopets Jelly World. Yes, Neopets Jelly World. <laughs> Um, I, I honestly had, like, nothing to talk about with Jelly World. I wanted to talk about fucking being a kid on the internet, and, uh, like, like, I, there's nothing about Jelly World that I care about, except that it's a secret, and (laughs) there's no secret websites anymore, because everything is clickable, because they want to make revenue, and that's my conclusion. Uh, which is partially why, and none of it is live yet, but... Over time, I do want to add more secrets to the Mushroom Station website. Yes, make every make a little clickable mushroom in the corner that takes you to something. I honestly, yeah, I I have ideas and am really curious about how far I can push the limits limits of Wix. <laughs> Listen to me. If you have a, if you own a website right now, if you're a creator of a website, I want you to go to your website when you have time and to put a little image there and make it little and make it secret and make it clickable. And when you click on it, it goes to a fun little secret. And that's your mission. Thank you. That's your mission. The moral What's of this episode. The moral of this episode is add a little secret. A little secret. And a little secret. Ooh, a little secret. Ooh. Um, what's my thing, you ask? Yes. Oh, my thing. Well, I I have a little surprise for you. I have a little secret for you. <gasps> I'm going to talk about the show Columbo. <laughs> Oh, the thing you were talking about a little while ago, but not on a uh, platform. Yeah, I, it was just I, a personal conversation. <laughs> we also talked about it uh, during the the last game night on our Discord. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, I've been watching a lot of Columbo. Uh, Columbo is a show that. For reasons that I think now I can explain, has gotten a fairly significant resurgence on the internet recently, despite being a show from, like, the 70s and 80s. Mm. It is... Columbo is a show about a, a extra-dimensional being named Columbo. That is actually... That is canon. The sh- the show is presented to be like a it's a show about this detective, this lieutenant uh for the Los Angeles Police Department uh solving mysteries 
and murders. But canonically, he is an extra-dimensional being. What the fuck? Okay. That is, the writers have uh, stated shit like, uh, when Columbo leaves the screen, he just vanishes into the ether. He only exists when needed. Oh. Uh, And that he is a force, not a human being, a force that is just placing pressure against murderers until they finally confess. Holy shit. What a what a skill. Yeah. Um and the show never at no point says explicitly, "Hey, this man is an extra-dimensional being." But the way that it is written and the way that Columbo's character is written viewing the show through that lens absolutely blows it wide open. Okay. So here's the thing. So the show is, um, unlike a lot of mystery shows, uh, it, you know, a lot of mystery shows are whodunits Mm -hmm. where you are trying to piece together who committed the crime out of a, uh, uh, menagerie of possible suspects yeah Columbo is a how catch him <laughs> how catch him just yep. like a Pokemon uh-huh that is apparently the term shrug is that a wait That's you didn't make that ter- up I did not make that up holy I, shit yeah uh this is a style of mystery that is not done very often uh where Each episode of the show, and the episodes are, like, movie length. Oh. Each episode of the show uh, starts for the first 15 or 20 minutes. You are viewing it from the killer's perspective as they commit the murder. Okay. You know who it is, you know their motivations, and you know how they did it. What the rest of the show is, is... Figuring out how to unravel their meticulously planned murder until, without a shadow of a doubt, they are proven to have committed it. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah, it is. It is really interesting. Sometimes the solutions are buck wild. Uh, Sometimes the solutions are, hey, this man, the dead man's shoelaces were put on backwards. Oh, that must mean that somebody put them on after he died. <laughs> uh, it's just like, OK, sure, Columbo. All right. Um, but what I'm here to talk about is not any of that. I could talk about the solutions. I could talk about this. I could talk about that. What I want to talk about is Columbo's family. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about how Columbo's an alien. OK, let's go. Family. No, I, I'm going to talk about how Columbo's an alien, but. I'm going to do that by way of talking about his family. Okay. I love you, Jupiter. (laughs) I love you, too. (laughs) So, Columbo has a pretty substantial family. It's it's a pretty large family. We basically never see them. Mm. We only hear about them. And sometimes the reports are contradictory. And... A lot of times it feels like, you know, Columbo will 
when talking to a murderer, he'll be like, ah, it's funny, you know, my cousin, uh, he is really into uh, handmade quills because I'm talking to a writer. <laughs> He's really into handmade quills. And he was telling me that the feathers are this, this. And he's just like, okay, is that true? Or is that just a fact that he's making up in order to, like, be, like, to be able to push a little harder at this murderer? If it's like, oh, well, you, you know, you might think I'm a, you know, working class dumbass, but... You know, I have this bit of very specific knowledge because my cousin taught told me, mm-hmm. you know, um, and like, I really actually like Columbo as a Columbo is a very like working class dude. And every time, ta- every single murderer that he goes up against is a rich asshole. Oh, good. It's very fun. I want to talk about uh, some of the. Things that we know about Columbo's family. Okay. We know some of them exist, but they have basically never been shown on camera for the most part, outside of two episodes of the show. For for instance, Columbo talks about his wife a lot. Uh, Columbo loves his wife he is this guy gets it this guy fucking gets it he is obsessed with his wife and wait what sorry i'm realizing that i'm just now i'm just now seeing that there was a spin-off show called mrs holy columbo about sh- columbo's shit. wife oh her name is kate columbo okay um, holy shit. Uh. New thing to watch. New thing to watch. Apparently they maybe got divorced. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. So that's a whole other thing. I can talk about Columbo's wife another time, I guess. But, <laughs> um, but in the, in the show Columbo, we never see Columbo's wife. And, uh, we just keep hearing a lot of stuff about her and interests that she has. And Columba will like repeat certain phrases like uh, about like his car. He will say the phrase several times to different people in different stories. Um, people will ask, oh, d- do you need another car? Because this car is kind of a beat up piece of shit. Uh, and he's just like, oh, I have another car. It's my wife. It's just for driving, though. Nothing fancy. And he says that line verbatim several times, which is just like, hmm. what? Huh. <laughs> okay. Um, like, if it was a joke, that would make sense if it was just once. But because it's more than once, you have to feel like something's happening like that means something else right and like viewing the show through oh this dude is an extra-dimensional being it's just like okay so the facts surrounding his life are only partially true (laughs) okay like i i like imagining and i guess i'd have to watch miss colombo to figure out but i like imagining that colombo's wife 
the two versions of the of events that I like are either Columbo's wife is a human who just happened to fall in love with an extra dimensional being mm-hmm. or is herself an extra dimensional being who just gets super specific hyper fixations on a bunch I of like different to, stuff. I like to think that there's an option C that when Columbo when Columbo came into human society, he heard a lot of people referring to their cars as a her. And so he just ah. assumed that some people marry cars. Interesting. Wow. Okay. All right. It does seem that he, like, sometimes it seems like he literally doesn't know anything until somebody tells him about it, and then he knows everything <laughs> about it. <laughs> That's so funny. It's wild. Um, so I'm going to tell you a little bit about Columbo's family now. We're, okay. we're moving outside of the wife zone. Oh, shit. Let's, let's talk about, uh, let's talk about Columbo's, uh, parents. Let's talk about Columbo's parents to start. Okay. Uh, Columbo, uh, Columbo is, apparently, he's Italian. Both of his parents mm-hmm. are Italian. Came from Italy. Immigrated to the United States. Uh, Columbo's mom apparently had a great respect for books. Oh, That's, yeah. This is one of the only lines we get about her. Uh, saying, <laughs> Columbo said, she would chop my hands off if she ever caught him folding down the pages of a book. <laughs> okay. So... This this does say it differently than he says in the episode. Columbo's dad, it says, uh, Columbo's dad briefly belonged to an uh, an Elks club till my mother stopped him. That's not what he said in the episode. Okay. What he said in the episode was, my father was an Elk. Huh? Until my mother stopped him. And I think th- this website, this is a columbo-site.freeuk.com slash family.htm. Slash jello. Slash jello. I think what this, what this website is doing is trying to extrapolate what Columbo <laughs> said sense into something that makes... Saying. Yeah. No. Yeah. What I believe is that Columbo, <laughs> Columbo's dad, Columbo's parents, frankly, were... Also, weird extra-dimensional beings, and at some point, Columbo's dad just fucked off and transformed into an elk for a while until yeah. meeting <laughs> until meeting his wife. I, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um. Uh. Here's a. Here's some. Uh, <laughs> Some, this is the depths that we get into. We learn so little about these people. Columbo's dad loved Reggiano cheese. As animal elks, I'm sure they like cheese. <laughs> they must. He did t- teach Columbo how to play pool. Okay. Imagine going to a therapist and they say, tell me about your dad. And you say, <laughs> well, he liked cheese. <laughs> He was an elk, and he taught uh-huh. me how to play pool. That's yeah. all I got for you. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, he was an elk until my mom stopped him. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, uh, let's see. 
we learn some things about Columbo's grandfather uh, made wine in the basement and let Columbo stop stomp the grapes. Oh, okay. Had a 200-year armoire because he didn't believe in buying new. 200 years! It's a long mm-hmm. time to have an armoire. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, let's see. Columbo apparently has five brothers and one sister. One of his brothers is Sal, who... <laughs> Who taught him to smoke at age 12. Jesus Christ. Oh. Oh, my God. Uh, Sister's name is Mary. The only facts that we know is that she fills her living room with very modern furniture. Mm. Uh, Let's see. Oh, Jesus Christ. Mary died. Oh. That's fucked up. Uh, and then we don't know the names of the other brothers. Oh, okay. It's just it's just Sal. Just Sal, Sal and Mary. Mary. Mary died by crushed by modern furniture. <laughs> uh, just brain shattered on a coffee table. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So we have so many nephews. They may uh. all, they might all be the same nephew. Mm-hmm. It's never clear. All he says is that, ah, my nephew. Yeah. The nephew is studying to be an accountant. Uh, at age 15, has all of the stuff for making 8mm movies. Okay. Does needlepoint to relax when he's going into weightlifting contests. Okay. Uh, is at UCLA as a resident dermatologist. Oh, wow. He's got a lot of hobbies so far, huh? Uh Uh-huh. Apparently, Columbo loves chemistry and gave his nephew a chemistry set and is also a Civil War buff and recreates the battles. Oh, okay. The niece. He has some nieces. Uh... So, okay. His niece apparently has a green thumb Mm. and got divorced and remarried. Wait, hold on. So somebody asked him, this is just a side note. Somebody asked him if he really had a niece. And apparently, this is what is written. His answer comes close to admitting that maybe he sometimes invents relatives to make a point. I love that. Incredibly. Incredible. Uh, Columbo has cousins. Of course. Okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm a human. I have cousins. One of his cousins got hit by a bakery truck. Oh, yeah. One of his cousins, maybe the same cousin, lives in Albany, New York, wears big, thick glasses, thinks the American chess champ is the greatest thing in the world. Tag yourself. I'm the cousin that wears big, thick glasses. Is a cousin, Dominic, who lives in Los Angeles, makes big money in the stock market and constantly uses a car phone. Come on. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, 
he has an uncle who is a who is a doctor, and another another uncle who used to drive a school bus, but then got rich in real estate and now owns a ranch. Okay. Uh, one uncle plays bagpipes in a band. <laughs> and oh my god. Uh, <laughs> and in one episode. On, like, a guest list somewhere was written Uncle Gene and the Twins. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. You know, the twins. The twins. Um, Mrs. Columbo also has some confusing family. Uh, let's... I'm gonna... I'm just gonna go, go quickly here. Okay. Uh... I'm honestly I'm going to skip most of Mrs. Columba's family for right now. I might bring it back in another time after I watch Mrs. Columba. Yeah. But uh apparently Okay, I just like that one of one of Mrs. Columba's brothers. I'm just going to go through Mrs. Columba's brothers. We'll just call okay. it there. Very okay. quickly. Uh brother-in-law to Columbo, owner of an auto repair shop. A waiter who wears a tuxedo. Oh. An attorney. Nothing big, you understand, but he's pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. And then one of them is in the National Guard. Okay. So that's like four brothers. At least. At least four. Or just one. Oh, my God. Or just one. One Uh, to four brothers. Now... Now I'm going to end this off. There's more. There's more information I could get into. Uh, but I want to end this off really quick, honestly, just by talking about Columbo's kids. He has kids! Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. You're right. Yeah. It's contradictory. Yeah. So, in one episode, he claims that he and his wife have never had any children. In one episode, he says that his wife complains that the ice cream man comes before dinner time and spoils the child's appetite. What the fuck? In one episode, he... uh, And, like, a lot of this is, like... Because, again, in Columbo, the original show, his wife never appears. Yeah. Never shows up. Kate Columbo never shows up or is given a name other than just Miss Columbo or my wife. Yeah. My wife. And there are, and there are several occasions... My wife. There are several occasions where, like... It's just like, oh, it's a sh- where they're like having dinner with like a murderer or whatever. And they're like, ah, oh, it's a shame that your wife couldn't make it. And Columbus is like, ah, uh, yeah, she had to, you know, she just got on a plane, went to this, went to that. Yeah. And it's just like, to the point where like, you're like unclear if Columbo even has a wife. And then they like mm-hmm. made Miss Columbo the TV show. So I guess confirm. Yeah, I really got to see what that's all about. Really hope it's I really- just a car show. <laughs> I really hope so too, like Knight Rider. So in in another episode, Columbus says that he went on a picnic with his wife and his kid, but it 
also could potentially have another child who is even younger because in the same episode, he said he needs to get a, a babysitter and gets like two big quarts of milk and says, you know how it is when you have kids. Mm. In another episode, he says he's talking to somebody about potentially writing a book about his experiences. He's not actually interested in that. He's just saying shit to get, yeah, you know, get closer to. But he says it's hard. It's too hard for him to write a book at home with the family and all. Yeah. Which implies a, a fairly substantial family. It's not just him and his wife. Okay. Mm-hmm. And in one episode, he says he the he says his wife and kids are visiting his mother-in-law. Jesus Christ. Columbo, get your story straight. He doesn't need to. He's talking to a different person every time. <laughs> like, does he have kids? Does he not have kids? Fuck if I know. Like, no, your theory is the best. Your theory is the best that he's just an extraterrestrial space alien that only is summoned when he's needed and otherwise exists in an empty space. Yeah. Like honestly, he he really Oh, wow. Okay. So, okay, sorry. I've I've looked more into Miss Columbo. So, mm. apparently, uh Peter Falk, the actor who plays Columbo, like Columbo is his character. Like mm-hmm. it was created by somebody else, but like he has embodied it and, be- and it's really become his own. Says uh, he expressed his disapproval for the spinoff, calling it a bad idea and disgraceful. Uh, wh- there. <laughs> so Columbo returned to it went off of the air for a while and then came back Mm -hmm. and in the middle miss colombo happened and and (laughs) and uh when colombo came back it established that colombo and his wife were still happily married had not gotten divorced and that colombo comments a woman's been going around saying she's my wife, but that isn't her. Oh my god, I love that. Holy shit. Holy shit. That isn't her. It's not her. It's an imposter. It's just another alien that has like become fond of what Columbo's doing and just tries to copy oh him. Oh my god, yeah. It really is. Holy shit. That's awesome. That's incredible. Thanks for listening to Enchanting Aspects. Um, the moral of the story is that there are secrets um, that a man has. There are secrets that an alien has. There are secrets that the internet has. And sometimes you just gotta maybe get, gain a new perspective to find a way into those secrets. Yeah. I I want to take a swing at it. Okay. I think that the moral of this episode is that there is so much to uncover out there in the world. And... There are so many secrets to have and so many secrets to uncover. And 
your relationship to the truth, your relationship to the internet can be personal if you yeah. are an extra dimensional being. <laughs> did, did either of those morals make sense? Yeah. I'm get- you can oh, take I was a gonna- third shot? No, I I was going to say I don't think either of them makes sense and I think it's fine. Okay. The the true moral is a secret and you have to find it. Right. Yes, no. Yes, there we go. The actual moral in order to find the moral for this episode, you need to talk to my cousin. Mhm. Who got really into backgammon and <laughs> like he is just obsessed with it. You know, you know the the shuttlecocks. He knows all about them. Oh my god! Um, so you can find our Twitter at Enchanting Pod. You can find out more about us and other Mushroom Station podcasts at mushroomstation.net. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and you can follow the network at Mushroom Pods. Yeah, Twitter. you can find the network That's at Mushroom Pods. Also, fucking... Um, so, we got a fucking review in January, and I don't know if I ever fucking read it or not. Um, yeah, be- both me and Amy were, like, looking at it recently and, like, not remembering it- its existence. Yeah, so we're just going to read it again just in case. So, Nihilistic Dipstick, you get your review read once or twice. I don't know. Who, um, who can say? So it says 100% chill, 100% chaos equals percent, or maybe that says, I don't know. It's an emoji and it's too small for me to tell, but something percent magic. Take a break from rage. Oh, I think it was an infinity symbol. Oh, okay. Infinity percent magic. Take a break from rage and hot takes and revel in celebrating the little things with Amy and Jupiter. Their combined energy is potent. Whether they're chasing down an evolving bit or digging into the details that make media and life interesting, every episode is a comfort word soup that can warm the hearts of even non-gamers like me. I listen to podcasts on a different app, but you bet your beans I logged back into Apple to add my little uppercut to the algorithm in support of these sweet folks. That's the kind of dedication they inspire. So (laughs) gear up your ears and enjoy. I, okay, yeah, I've not read this out on here before that is very sweet thank you so much holistic dipstick it's so sweet thank you so much for your review that you gave us back in january apparently yeah also i feel guilty because (laughs) i don't know i i think i was always looking to the right end assuming there would be new reviews on that side instead of looking on the left end i don't know um i don't know that's true i feel I feel guilty because the first sentence in this says, take a break from rage and hot takes. And oh boy, have have I been raging lately on this show? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we thought we have since uh, 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 made some very hot takes on this episode. Yeah. Uh, or, or on the show. You, you've had hot uh, takes like fucking, fucking the past like five episodes. Like hot take this just fuck you and i'm like yeah yeah i mean i'm mostly thinking about my takes about silent hill 4 and resident evil yeah. 3 remake yeah the, those are the only two i don't know why i said five hey hey you Me? i would highly encourage you no not you not you amy <laughs> okay but thank you though uh no to you listening um we would really uh like to highly encourage and uh really appreciate 
you sharing this show with your friends, sharing the show, talking about it. Uh, word of mouth is like the main way that we grow as a podcast. And, you know, we're not just holding this show on our backs. We're holding a lot of shows on our backs now. And we would really, really appreciate you spreading the word about this show and our network. And uh, if you are so inclined, leaving us a review on iTunes to bump us in the algorithm, uh, we would really, really appreciate it. Uh, And And to uh, those who have already shared the show, thank you so much. Yeah. Super awesome. Thank you to anybody who listens to this show. It's just a fucking chaotic salad mix of just me and Jupiter just fucking interest dumping for an hour. Seriously. I'm honored that anybody would... I mean, it's a great show, but also I'm just very honored that people will actually enjoy it. So thank you so much. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. Love yourself. Believe in yourself. Hasta la pizza. Hasta la pizza. You ever go skydiving, Mr. Giant Jello? It's a giant jelly, sir. Right, right. See, my cousin loves to go skydiving. They've seen their fair share of splattered people falling from high distances. That's absolutely batshit wild, sir. Yeah, well, my wife loves it. I thought it was your cousin, sir? My cousin? No, she's a car. What? (laughs) Speak of the devil. I got a hot date with her right now. Let's hope her carburetor's not too heated up, eh?